0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, November 4th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. House Ag Chair Loses. GOP Looks to Retain Senate Control and Farm Worker Advocates Mull H-2A Challenge. Peterson Falls. GOP Adverts Blue Wave. The outcome of the presidential race isn't known at this hour, but several results of the election are already clear. The blue wave that Democrats were hoping for didn't materialize, in part because President Donald Trump appears to have maintained his strong rule base. Democrats retained control of the House, but one of the biggest stories of the night for farmers and ranchers was House Ag Chairman Colin Peterson's re-election loss in Minnesota. Peterson has led the committee's Democrats during the writing of the last three farm bills. Republicans are in position to retain control of the Senate, although the final result may not be known until January 5th, when Georgia will hold one and maybe two runoff elections. The key GOP victors yesterday included Joni Ernst of Iowa and Steve Daines in Montana. North Carolina GOP incumbent Tom Tillis also declared victory. You can read our full coverage of the election results in this week's AgriPulse newsletter at AgriPulse.com. Farmworker Advocates Decry H-2A Wage Cuts A leading advocacy group for farmworkers says the Labor Department's changes to H-2A wage cuts will likely cut worker pay by even more than the Department of Labor estimates and will also result in wage cuts for domestic workers. A final rule announced by the Department of Labor Monday would freeze the H-2A program's Adverse Effects Wage Rates, or AEWRs, for two years. Starting in 2023, the rates will be based on a broad labor cost indicator that will keep the rates from rising as much as they have been under current rules. The AEWRs are now tied to an annual USDA survey of farm labor wages. In the name of predictability for employers, the Trump administration is allowing businesses to hire an unlimited number of temporary foreign workers at below-market wage rates in violation of the law's prohibition against adverse effects on U.S. workers' wages caused by the hiring of guest workers, said Bruce Goldstein, president of farm worker justice department of labor says the wage cuts are likely to encourage farms to hire more h2a workers and goldstein's group says that means the rule isn't likely to result in steeper cuts to wages than the department is estimating keep in mind goldstein says his group is considering a legal challenge to the dol rule Farm groups say that H-2A wages have been rising sharply every year in many states, sometimes by double-digit rates. Farmers look to buy machinery in 2021. The improvement in commodity markets has more farmers thinking about upgrading machinery next year. Some 14% of producers planning to increase purchases of farm machinery next year. That according to the monthly Ag Economy Barometer sponsored by the CME Group and Purdue University. That's up from 11% in September and 4% in May. About one-third plan to reduce their purchases in 2021, down from 65% in May. The barometer, which measures current farm economy conditions, surveys roughly 400 agriculture producers across the nation each month. USTR ready to take action on USMCA. Senate Finance Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley says U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer shares his concerns about Canadian and Mexican compliance with the new North American Trade Pact and is, quote, ready to take action. I think we're properly prepared for whatever action might be taken, Grassley told reporters after a recent meeting with Lighthizer. Grassley's concern mirrored those on Capitol Hill and in the ag sector. Mexico, despite agreeing to a new chapter of biotechnology in the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement, is not approving any new seed traits. Canada is restricting new tariff rate quotas that it promised to set up for U.S. dairy. U.S. Dairy lauds USTR's move on Indonesia. Back in 2018, the National Milk Producers Federation of the U.S. Dairy Export Council complained Indonesia was hindering imports of U.S. dairy by requiring local partnership arrangements as a prerequisite to get import licenses. But Indonesia has now scrapped the trade restrictions thanks to tactics employed by USTR as it negotiated Indonesia's ability to keep its status under the generalized system of preferences, the dairy groups said yesterday. The GSP allows developing countries to avoid some duties on exports to the U.S. We appreciate the work invested by the U.S. government to use the GSP review process to ensure that Indonesia complies with its trade obligations under the terms of the GSP program, said NMPF President and CEO Jim Mulhern. EPA seeking input on farm pests. EPA is asking for input on an updated list of pests deemed significant health importance, which was last released in 2002. Available today, the list will include several new pests, such as the brown dog tick, and describe new public health impacts, such as Zika fever and the coronavirus. The list is used to prioritize public health efforts. EPA, CDC, and the USDA collaborated to update the list to incorporate significant changes regarding vector-borne diseases and related research and eliminate gaps or ambiguities in the current pest list, the EPA said. EPA specifically asked whether there are any pests, such as the Asian giant hornet or the Turkestan cockroach, that should be added to the list. USDA looks to stop COVID-19 benefit fraud. USDA's Food and Nutrition Service issued a rule yesterday to, as FNS put it, safeguard the integrity of SNAP benefits under the pandemic EBT program. Without the rule to align p with existing SNAP integrity regulations, FNS said it would not be able to efficiently and effectively address misuse by firms of PEBT benefits or SNAP benefits and both PEBT and SNAP program integrity would be adversely impacted. Under the final rule, if a firm commits violations involving PEBT benefits, such as trafficking PEBT benefits or trafficking a combination of PEBT and SNAP benefits, then the firm will be subject to sanction, which could include permanent disqualification or a civil monetary penalty. Assuming that PEBT benefits are trafficked at a rate similar to SNAP benefits, in PEBT benefits could be trafficked, according to USDA. Here's today's She Said It. Biden stepped up. He showed a plan. He showed a commitment to rule America. That former Iowa Lieutenant Governor Patty Judge. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, November 4th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated.